Hello, pal. Menu your shoes, Davis. A croissant e patla azoigs. There you go. <laughs> That's the Welsh intro for you guys. I think I think Welsh has been my favourite one so far. I think so too. <laughs> it's like two brothers expected. Hey, can you say some more stuff? Can you say? Wait, Adam. What what do we want him to say? Uh, um, damn it. Hey, Reece, actually, I think I remembered some some Welsh. Oh from God, your, your friends. Your friend's band, that chorus, was it Dwayne Niva Lena Norris? Dwayne Niva Lena Norris, yes. Yeah. I'm an animal in the night. <laughs> That's useful. A useful phrase. Uh, you never know what's going to be useful, you know? You never know. You never know. Hey, oh, so man. I think hey. we have a problem here because we know each other so well, but, um, but Riz, you might be... Okay, I think I'm a bit of an outsider on the scene by now. Yeah, by now. I think many people don't know you anymore, even though you're kind of a C2 legend, basically. Thank First you. C2, thank the you. C2, it's a C2 special episode, everyone. Du -du 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 -du. This was the intro. This is our first, yeah, our first C2 episode. Yes. Yeah, Very cool. Although I guess every episode is also C2 episode, because we both did C2 as well, right? Yeah, but this time it's C2 only. It's, it's a C2 super special. And it's OG, Jesus, C2. Yes. Hey, we're all C2. C3. Um, <laughs> that wouldn't work. No. <laughs> um, hey, anyway. So, yeah, so last time we did the rapid fire, didn't we, to try and... Yeah, I think we'll do it again. I'm not sure about that. I think we'll go along that line, but we'll do it a little bit different. So, name... Um, Rhys, could you tell us your name, but could you also tell us your middle name and say it all in a very Welsh accent? Of course, of course. So, yeah, my name's Rhys Meredith Davis. Um, but for a few people in the scene, they might know me as Rhys Davis or Rice Davies. There's all sorts of interpretations going down of my name. You used to always get Rice with the yeah. commentators, didn't you? Yes. Hey, Adam, did I, did I get this right? You don't like the rapid fire questions now. I'm not sure. I think we can work on it, but we should have connected before recording to, to talk about <laughs> it. I've got, I, I have your rapid fire questions up, so I'm going to have a little look through them, but I reckon we can make that a better feature. Um, we can make it slow fire questions. Yeah, maybe just a little bit more slow fire. Um, right. Allow for a bit of a, uh, a ricochet, you know? Okay, so it will be um, medium, medium, medium speed questions. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> So yes. isn't that like isn't that normal basically? Just normal reload go again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so hit me with your first normal speed question. Normal speed, yeah, that's good. See, age isn't a question. Age is like a a statement. Age Age twenty nine. These Ooh, are not questions one. that you have to read. Like these are just notes for you, and you can like form a sentence from them. <laughs> Okay, I feel like, well, that's what I think we should do in the future is more have a little formed thing and then ask some questions. Um, <laughs> so nation, nation we've established, um, but, you know, would you say you're Welsh or British or both, I guess? Both, both. Both. Um, yeah. Don't cry too hard on not winning the Grand Slam. Oh, I'm still upset about it. It was a traumatising moment. I mean, for those of... Those in the know, kind of like the French will be celebrating like crazy from last night because they beat Wales in the very last minute of rugby. And it's our most, we have a lot of pride for rugby and we were doing so well. But we're still proud of our boys. They did, they put up a good fight. Um, nice. But yeah. Cheers. Hey, That's just one loose. question, just one question, like quick introduction here. No, um, what do you call it? Like a quick break. Um, do you have the feeling, Adam, that Riss is sounding a little bit like he's speaking in a hall? 
Or is that just me? I think like, it's too much reverb. It sounds all right. It sounds like a phone call, but I mean... You reckon? All right, yeah, okay, yeah. then we just go with it. All right. Sorry. I think we're all good. Um, discipline, we know. C2. C2, yeah. Um, biggest success? Um, I mean, we had, the, um, we had the final in the World Champs in 2014. Mm, I was for me and Matt. Yeah, that's another thing. Like My, my crewmate was Matt Lister. Obviously, he was yeah, a legend. The, um, he's... Yeah, had his various successes in modelling, um, moving to Portugal shortly with his fiancé, Benoit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no way. Wow. Um, um, and what's he? Yeah, he starred in RuPaul UK, which makes him amazing. Yeah, hey, I, wanted to, I wanted to say something about um, him later on. Uh, give, me, give me a note on that. Cool. Yeah. Because I, I, just, I just researched him. I didn't know him, and uh, Lena told me who it is, and then I, I looked him up, and so I, have a good, I, got, I got a few questions. Yeah, okay. he's the more interesting one of the two of us. You've got the done deal. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> we should definitely get him on the pod at some point. Like. Um, All right, then. Hey, Riz, hey, then. Um, uh, I, yeah, I remember that race. I remember that one in Deep Creek. That was, that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah, it was the Deep Creek, and then we had we had some team medals as well, in like 2013 in the Worlds and 2011. The other one um, with you boys, actually, I remember so well, was the the Euros, the 2012, under-23 Euros in Yeah, Solkan. Yeah, um, that was a beauty of a race. Mashed that run in, in the final. That was pretty awesome to watch. And only, was it Taliat Bozic? Yeah, they were just, just ahead of us. Uh, uh, it was really so buzzing to be like, on their home course and to be so close to them. Yeah, no, that was super cool. Super cool. Um, oh, yeah, home course. Home course is the mighty Truerin, the um, the site of the, was it 1985 World Champs? Well, it was somewhere around then, wasn't it? Somewhere around that era, but kind of like, yeah, I think I think Rich Fox has like won the last World Champs we had on my home course. Um, hey, what was it? I didn't understand. Say again slowly. Uh called Tuerin. It's in Bala. It's a natural river, flood release, not flood release, a down release river, but it's even better in flood conditions. Um, most British paddlers in slalom hate it because it's really rocky. The, um, I love it because it's really rocky. <laughs> I mean, we talked uh, about this before, uh, like how we miss natural courses in races. Yeah. yeah so. I, I actually, I think, I think probably a little bit because we have just been stuck on one course for so long, but I thought it'd be quite nice to go and paddle there, um, maybe later in the year. Yeah, and I'll probably take it all. Hey, Riz, um, have you access to one of these cool surfing waves? Like, is the, it somewhere? What do you mean, like? Oh, you're thinking about Cardiff. No, 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 no. I mean, no? um, I have been to Cardiff actually. But there's I mean, an artificial wave park in North Wales. Yeah, the, no, um, that's not what I mean. I mean, I, I think I saw like. God surfing you in like one of these uh cool waves you know like in the, oh, in the river. so there's the um there's the bitches down in pembrokeshire where it's just sort of like this huge standing wave that comes around when yeah. the tide is out I, yeah it looks this is really where I beautiful I i'm i'm ashamed to say i've never actually been there it's on my bucket list but never managed it because i think there is there is one in, in wales and there is one in scotland somewhere like one of these yeah. uh, cool they um actually you know, when, they, when you walk into the change rooms in sale, there's like a picture of the bitches on the, the wall inside of there. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the wave they're all surfing. No way. That's which is cool. cool. Yeah. 
I've never been there as well. We. Um, I mean, I think so. Uh, this is the nature of this. So, like, this is a a true fact that probably needs verifying. But I'm sure I remember someone telling me. Zoig's <laughs> <laughs> fact. <laughs> yeah. No, we should um we should try and get a trip set up for that. It's it's tidal, isn't it? It's to do with the moon and stuff. Hey, like, we should. Uh, yes. We should try and arrange one like end of the year after the season or something. That'd be yes. quite nice. Bit of a yeah, reunion. For everyone, a good post Olympics, post COVID. Adam, you skipped the two questions. I think maybe I don't get it. No, Why? no, we were talking about home course. Yeah, but you skipped. You, we didn't. I don't know. I actually, I don't know how old Chris is. And okay. you skipped goals. Oh yeah, no, I am flying. Yeah, I did. I no, we did age. Did we do age? I'm 29. Yeah, we did age. We did age. <laughs> no, you said, hey, Adam, you said age is not a question. And then you went <laughs> on. <laughs> so Adam's going to quick fire on the quick fire questions. Back, yeah. back to medium fire. Back to medium fire. <laughs> um, I mean, goals is too big a question. I think we should come on to that in a bit. And it might be linked yeah. to the next question, which is where are you living? Yeah. Um, well, what are you studying? Or working? Yeah. All right. What am I yeah. doing right now? I mean... So I'm currently in Edinburgh, um, doing a PhD in clinical psychology, and yeah, I'm investigating mental health in athletes and retired athletes, looking into yeah how our ability to adapt impacts our coping mechanisms with different challenges, and wanting to see I don't know what can make that transition into retirement easier and less painful for athletes. Hey man, this leads like right into what we were talking about, man. Hey, and we're building in an entire network of specialists. Are you, are you also, noticing that? I have also just clocked that we have um, we've got two PhD students in a row. Ooh. We're turning into quite an intellectual podcast. Oh, yeah. This is not what you guys aim for. Not, this doesn't <laughs> fall in line with the Zoics facts. We definitely have plenty of stupid Zoics today, I think. So we'll I mean, be- I'll have a little kind of like pitch to the in a bit. I'm preparing a study at the moment. It just needs to get ethical clearance. Well, need to collect data from athletes and retired athletes. So I'm going to put all listeners engaged with this to be ready for the, yeah, the spam of surveys to come your way. And please fill it out when it when you see it. All right, Don't yeah, we it. can do that. Don't sell it like that. Don't sell it as like spam of surveys. It's like, uh, Reese is just going to send you like like the quickest survey yes. ever. <laughs> exactly, it'll be so painless and it does show you so much good. Just fill it out. Yes, for do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> decent decent we'll uh, we'll try to share that stuff as well Wayne. hey but then hey this leads me if if you want to have these people like a lot of people listening to we need a really like catchy catchy um title we need to come up with something i i have i actually have like uh, two ideas already yes give um, me those ideas it's really clickbaity all right so one is um how to build a bomb out of the duty free Okay, good, good. <laughs> like, Might get us banned from future flights, but like, when are we like, going to fly again? Yeah, I'm not sure I can have that on my record. <laughs> no, Adam needs to not be involved in this. And the other one is also really clickbaity. It's um, five amazing tips to improve your paddling. Number four will surprise you. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> but then like there, there won't be any tips. It will just, it will, <laughs> will just be the title. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll just be empty stuff like train every day believe in yourself yeah. no there will there will be nothing it will be just the title and then we'll, when people come to this point in the podcast they'll be like ah you got me you son of a yeah. bitch huh? Ooh, i should probably <laughs> also mention them yeah i used to coach with them the irish team as well well the northern irish team and a bit on the irish on the side and today jay cochrane got a bronze medal in the first pyrenees cup race 
Oh, that's hey, cool. I saw that. So, like, yeah, yeah I shout out for the big man. Yeah, very well done, Jake. If you are if you're listening, we'll have to get you on the pod as well at some point. <laughs> Everyone has to come. Everyone. Um, I, on the Pyrenees Cup, whilst whilst talking about it, it's just um, Eves Boris as well. I'm not sure if um, you've just seen that as well, but he dislocated his shoulder. Um, oh fuck. Today it looks. I mean, I've seen some of the video. It looked like it happened pretty early on, like before gate one, um, right off the start of Sayer in the final. So, yeah, just. Um, I mean, if, if you're listening, yeah, just got it for you, pal, and hope you um, wish you a speedy recovery. Um, and yeah, like we'll we'll see you on on the start lines next year, I'm sure. And um, yeah, we look forward to that. And maybe in the meantime, <laughs> again, we can get you on the pod. Ask about you can tell <laughs> yeah. us. You, you can talk us through the rehab process a little bit. That might be an interesting one for some uh, some other listeners. We'll try and yeah, try and get a bit of a silver lining out of something which i get a little bit of good to come out of it yeah i mean i when i saw it, i thought like man this is so unfortunate like worst timing ever but i mean it is what it is right in the end brutal uh, brutal i mean i think at least the spot goes to your brother isn't that like isn't that something who knows That's something that's cool <laughs> as well yeah hey yeah i mean i mean we, you we can, have to I, come for him and who um Sudi Saudi, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his surname, but um, another spot went today, didn't it? In the men's yeah. No. I also don't know how the how the name works. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not seeing the name. Yeah. Cool. We'll get back to Reese's medium fire questions. We probably yeah. went so far there, actually. Um, the song you are listening to at the moment. Ooh. Uh, I'm, listen to, I mean, I, I'm a. I'm a bad habit of kind of going into stuff I know quite a lot. So I think I've been revisiting the, um, is it the kills recently? Because they've just got some nice, it's like aggressive, fuzzy, kind of bluesy, processed riffs with some like some funky drum machines in the background. So nice. I'm enjoying that. I I I don't know them, but I'll I'll go and check them out. Give me give me the best song of them. The um. So, doing it to death is a good one. Doing it to death, or, or till death? To death. To death, all right, okay, yeah. I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah, it's a good one. Nice. All right, I'm, I'm curious, curious what kind yeah, of... Final question, and Reese is a bit of a, a bit of a chef, um, is what is the dish? The dish. The dishiest dish. Um, the dishiest dish. Dishy McDish face. Exactly. Uh, so I'm kind of like operating the student budget at the moment. So there's no more, there's no more foie gras and caviar, unfortunately. Um, now, so currently on um, yeah, recipe I stole from um, a tapas bar I used to work in. So um, chickpeas, chorizo, some kind of garlic, onions, so like all just stewed away nicely. This is what you had right. for dinner tonight. Did you some yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It did look yeah, good. it's beautiful because it ends up costing like a pound for a full meal, and that's it. You're done. Oh, that's nice, cool. good student student yeah. eating that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Hey, I recently hit rock, rock bottom with the with the with a meal student. So you guys know that noodles um, and pesto is like it's a, it's a really classic. It's the classic. Right? So what I recently did was so I I hit rock bottom. Like I said, it's like you 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 do a toast. And then on top you put like um, like the dried tomato stuff, but you know I don't know what it's called like 
like sun-dried tomatoes or like a tomato paste? Paste, tomato paste, and then just on top of it, you 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 rest parmesan, and that's it. So it's oh, like nice. a really like poor pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man's pizza. Yeah. I mean, Rafi would be raging at you for that. Yeah. Hey, but if if he would see the pizza we did today, he would be proud. Okay. Honestly, like the pizza today is a contender for the pizzas his mom would probably do. And I didn't eat them, but I, I'll I'll say it probably. Today was good. Big claim. Big claim. It is. It is. Super All right. So claim. I think we are, we are through with the with the medium fire questions. Huh? <laughs> yes. And and are you happier now, Adam? Now that it's medium medium speed questions. Yeah, I think we can maybe do it better. We'll, but we'll we'll have to connect during the week and maybe maybe yeah, we should. Okay. I mean, it it means we have work to do before the episode, which I'm probably not going to do. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> I feel like it could work better if we like almost have like an intro for the guest written out and we just read that out and then just get straight into it. But um, hey, that yeah. was fun too. It it kind of worked. All right. I see. Okay, I see where you're going with it. I think mm. I'd like when we get to questions for them to be more open, so we can just it just turns into like this. Like you want to find out what makes them them. What makes trees trees? Exactly. Exactly. I see your point, but I am not sure if I 100% agree. Huh? But uh, um, that's why you're allowed to diplomatic. Yeah. <laughs> hey. All right. Um. Hey, Riz. How is how is everything? Are you are you happy with your current situation? Are you like uh, it's work fun? How's how's lockdown treating you? Stuff like this. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in probably like a weird position where I'm absolutely loving life like now, right now. I think sort of the yeah lockdown has obviously been really tough for kind of everyone. It's been a horrible situation the world's been put through. But for me, I think the um, yeah, moving to Edinburgh and so like having a change of scenery and a new challenge has been exactly what I needed. And the, um, yeah, the conditions have probably made it easy for me to afford life as well because I definitely can't spend as much as I normally would in all pubs and clubs. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been the advantage there. But, hey, um, with, with, I, got, I got a question for you um, because you said like now three times that you don't like have a student um, amount of money at the moment. Yeah. So in Germany, if you do a PhD, which is, which is like a doctor, right? It's yeah. Like it comes after the master's degree, right? So in Germany, you you're like you work at a what is it called? Like like a a, a chair, like a um, uh, is it called chair? In Germany, it's called the the chair of of uh, you know, like the a professor at a university has like uh people who he hires. Yeah, just in general stuff. I mean, so Wait, I have I, no I idea what you're sorry. referring to, but in terms of kind of my case, Liam, so I've gone for a self-funded PhD. So I was hoping to try and get sort of like funds to support it if I could get it sponsored by other organizations, but unfortunately, COVID decimated everyone's funds. So I've had to take out a, a loan from the government, and now I'm just like doing it off my own back. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So because okay, the, the the word I was searching for is academic chair. Is that isn't that something you know? Like I, I feel like it's something I should know, but there's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the, the the way it works in Germany is you get hired by that academic chair, and then you do research for them, and in the end you get like your you 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 decide what you want to research, right? Like a yeah, PhD thesis about it, and then yeah. you hand it in. But you get like paid over the whole time. 
because I mean, in the end, it's like, what? How long does it take PhD? Like three years. Three years. Three, four years. So, and if you if you like if you have to live three years from nothing, that makes that makes no sense, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be a tough challenge. Oh, okay, so, but, but you you you're paying it yourself and you're doing all the research yourself, everything. Yeah, yeah. So I got a loan from the government. I'm doing like work and so tutoring at the uni to kind of top up the fees. Very fortunate to have supportive parents and sort of also was very fortunate to have the very supportive Chocolate Utopia in Nottingham who I was working for so before moving up here who helped me boost the funds when needed. And if anyone's listening as well, Google Chocolate Utopia. If you can order from them, get their chocolates because they're <laughs> amazing. They're it's run by two old slalom paddlers. So oh, that's cool. supporting the family. Yeah, we should have we should have gone when you were in Nottingham, actually, Soren. Um, I, I think we went. No, we went, man. Yeah, hey, I remember. Did we come in and see Reese when working? Yeah, Reese was working there. Yes, I know. I remember. I think he gave us something, but I don't like chocolate. <laughs> oh, it was wasted on me. <laughs> nice. No, but no, but uh, no. I, I remember. Yeah, you, you had like a little um, what is it called? Like like a. And a black sort of like chef's uniform. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that was a classic uniform. I like that. Yeah. Cool. And oh, you're not working there anymore, so. No, no, no. That well, that's all the way in Nottingham, man. Yeah, all no, the way up in Edinburgh. So uh, when when did you when did why did you so you quit because you went to uh, Wales again? Edinburgh. Well, yeah, I quit because I went up to Edinburgh, up to Scotland. Oh man, my my idea of no, so you're in Scotland, all right? Yes, yes, your your geography is all over the place. Yeah, it's it's terrible, man. But it's but honestly, like the the, the whole United Kingdom thing is it's confusing for for people I who mean, don't know it. Yeah, we're well, united for much longer, by the way. We're things are going so united, by the <laughs> <laughs> It's very disunited. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll 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 keep training, and I'll see maybe maybe soon I'll. I don't know the map a little bit better. <laughs> hey, but there is a whole lot of things that that's above Edinburgh, right? Do people actually go there? <laughs> like it looks, it looks super empty. It's people. Go, it's not that's so right. populated, is it? Um, so, but that's I mean, why it's quite nice. To be fair, that's it's yeah, like, it's beautiful up there. You got the um, you got the Highlands. You got the the mighty Grand Tully, which is a great, so natural course. Um, and yeah, like the, these are these are interesting names also. It's the old Celtic each, roots. Hey, each there's one there is one highway going through the whole north of Scotland. It's just yep. the A9. <laughs> <laughs> so the, this, is, this is your interesting name that you've spotted. It's just A9. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is clickbaity enough. We will have to see. Hey, but each like okay, this is not interesting for anyone, but still, I'm I have the map open right now, so each each name sounds like a movie title. Elgin. What's Elgin? Hey, I have a feedback. Someone's echoing now. Oh. Is it coming off of mine? It's when Soren spoke. Oh. Ooh. Wait, I'll, I'll just say names. Yeah, Inverness. Dundee. <laughs> Aberdeen. <laughs> Are you just reading out names of Scottish towns? <laughs> yes. This is a blank check. That is an excellent podcast. Yeah, that should podcast. be the clickbait title. Yeah, well Sorry, reading out a list of Scottish towns. 
Wait until you find his favorites. Wow. Hey, Riz, I, I saw that you prepared a whole list. I think Riz is more prepared than we are, Adam. Uh, I've actually been preparing things all week. I've decided, that, I've decided that I should keep a paddling and joigs like note on my phone. And when I have like a, when I ask myself a question or. Yeah, I have I, that too. Yeah. Or if I'm, I should actually add it because I never do that. So I actually have a little bit this week. Should we, okay. should we, in fact, one, because one of my questions is kind of relevant to how, how messy Reese's room is behind him. Um, <laughs> yes. I was, I was going to ask if you guys are sock rollers or sock folders. <gasps> Ooh, I'm a sock roller. You're a roller, as in where you get them into like two and roll them into each other. And that sounds far more technical. I just kind of like <laughs> stuff them into each other. <laughs> you stuff one into the other. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Oh wait, hold on. Maybe there's wait. three. Maybe you've got a roller, a stuffer, <laughs> or a folder. Hey, what's a folder then? Where you fold them. Into what? Um, like in an origami uh, swan, or into like thirds. I'm a folder. I fold my socks. What do you do with sneaker socks? Fold them less. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but wait, how are they? Like they are still separated, right? Or how do you how do you connect them together? There must be a little bit of stuffing at some point, or no, they're just neatly folded. arranged. But I no, I stack them in the drawer in like lines. Uh, of course you do. What? <laughs> if they're folded, you can you can stack them like vertically, like like that, and they don't fall over because you've got another sock, or another pair, and then another pair, and another pair. Then and what happens if you remove one sock? Do you have like a domino effect of just a disaster piece of well, folded I think socks they, you sort of, No, you kind of like they seem to stay. You know, <laughs> I feel like. I tell you what would be a really good invention actually would be you know do you know bookends you know when you have like like a shelf and you want books and you have are they called bookends uh, in Germany they're called you have uh, the things to like hold the books up at, you, is that a thing yeah. no no I think okay, well, this is well on a shelf you can get a thing to stop all your books falling over either side and uh, I think they call yeah I know what you ends, mean I think uh, you yes, could have yeah. that in a drawer. You could have like drawer ends for like when your socks are all neatly arranged. You could have a little sock end. But, but, hold them all up. but Adam, this is like super weird that you're doing this. This this product will be only for you because literally <laughs> no one in the whole world like built like skyscrapers with his socks. That's just you. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least I would think so. Like, no, no, I'm sure. I'm sure loads of people like me. You can have an influx of all the listeners going. Adam is a sane man. We all do this. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What you want Three about? Is the sock stop. Anyway, what, what about you, Soren? Are you a folder or a stuffer or? Oh, a stuffer. Definitely, like one into the other. Boom. Yeah. Sufficient. One thing I'm not good at though. I do need to get. I've got so many socks with holes in. Are you, are you guys bad for that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Especially There's some which, like if you know they were like they were nice soft socks. They were good socks. But they've got holes in it. Like, well, am I going to throw it away just because it's gone? You know, it's had a story or two. You know, I noticed. I noticed I hit a new low actually the other day when I um I noticed I had a hole in my sock, um and they're always on like your big toe side, aren't they? Um, yeah. I just put like I just swapped them over so that um <laughs> <laughs> so the hole so the hole was on my like little toe so it, there was no toe poking out. All right. No, that's smart. There's a hack. 
Hey, are you guys how how often are you guys buying clothes? Because I I notice, I noticed recently that I I looked at a T-shirt and I was like, no wait, it was like this. I couldn't find a T-shirt and I was like, no, I can't find my new T-shirt. And then I I remember that I bought it like two and a half years ago. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I still consider this a new T-shirt. I'm the same as you, Soren. Liam. Like, yeah, hardly ever buy anything today. Oh, yeah, that was my latest one. Oh, crap, that was like 2015. <laughs> yeah, super, super long time ago. Hey, Adam, so you said you said you have a lot of lot of stuff you, you written down. So fire fire through, man, because this time uh, I'm not so well prepared because I've, I've, man, I've been busy the whole week. Okay. <sighs> hey, this is, this is, this is a deep, I'm not sure if we're going to get an answer for this today. Um, and I really hope we don't, don't offend Can anyone. I try and guess the answer before the question? Blue. No. Okay. Unless no, there is no one called Blue. Um, okay. <laughs> who is who is the best paddler in each category that hasn't won an international medal yet? Ooh. Like I like mean, someone who's say... like been around for a while, and you think they should they really like they they should have won a medal by now, but they haven't. Like they're really <laughs> I... good. Yeah, I think I think um, in C1 Olympic medals, it's I think it's is it is Anna Elusigi. Oh, I oh think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he and Slavkovsky is like what as well. I think you'd expect him to have been at the games. Unfortunately, never had the chance. Who sorry, I missed that. Slavkovsky. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, man. But Adam, honestly, other than that, I'm terrible with with people. Like I don't know. I, I my, don't know the I don't know. My problem anything. is I can only remember the medalists. So to try and yeah. think beyond the medalists. I think it's 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 a tough question because it's like yeah, it's like you might have just not not known. You might have not been at the race. Um but it's one we can think about. Maybe like next week, but like do All some right. research before like you like name anyone. Because so um, it's like who has you want to forget like... someone's medal, like but just every now and again I feel like it's happened, you know, someone's won a medal at a race and it's like, wow, like can't believe no, that's my first one. No, I think, I, I think I've got my, I think I got my answers for like, for it. The, um, I'm gonna give out the kind of the big, big love to Jake, who's the coach. He's he's one who's gonna be making, making international medals for sure. Decent. So his is yet to come. Oh, yeah, he yeah. had his Pyrenees Cup one today. Yes. World Cup next. Hmm, all right. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Need to say. Hmm. Yeah, but honestly, my problem is I don't, I, I'm not so well with these, also with watching sports. Are you guys, you guys like watching sports in general? Yeah. You do, Adam, right? Yeah, you don't, do you? Yeah, we've had uh, this discussion. I'm, I'm medium. It depends kind of like what the events and the, and so it is. like football, I've never been able to watch. I just get bored. Hey, Liam. so Adam, you're like really, you're really like a, a fan of Stone, right? Or Stoke? Stoke City. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. City. So um, we won yesterday. Because I I like I, I'm honestly and I think sometimes that's a little bit sad, but I'm honestly I'm 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 fan of nothing. Like like I can't <laughs> I can't. And for example, with musicians or with the uh, yeah sports clubs, sport things, athletes. Anyways, like I like them and I think it's cool what they're doing, what they are doing. But I'm not a fan. I wouldn't like buy merch of them or something, you know? So 
I've got a tip for you in this instance, Soren. So this is a game I used to do with them, with Adam and with Mark Proctor back when I was in Lee Valley, where they're both very passionate about their teams. So I would just choose a kind of a lower ranking team, not really kind of like pay attention to much unless they have to beat either Stoke on Trent or Liverpool. And then I'd kind of give it all daddy big balls just to wind them up. And then I could not care about them again afterwards. <laughs> this is how you be a sports supporter. No, it's, it's about it's about the ups and downs, though, like following a team. I think it's I mean, I think the appeal is it's it's like it's about being part of something, isn't it? Like and like Reese, like you said earlier, with like Wales rugby, it's like obviously, you know, you're proud to be Welsh. You know, it, it's your part of something. Um, and I, I don't think I mean, I've always been a Stoke fan since I was like four years old. I think my dad took me to my first first game. But like now, especially, it's like, you know, I don't have much of a connection to back home living down here. So, you know, watching Stoke every week is that's like part of it. I think it's, you know, it's it's a bit of a bit of our identity. Yeah, it's which cool makes it even more fun to tease them if they lose by choosing <laughs> yeah. a rival team. The, um, so I watched the they do like a highlights show on Sunday morning of all the games from from the league that Stoke are in, um, EFL on Quest, and they were the commentator right at the start when they showed the highlights from yesterday. They said Stoke have been playing with that attitude of of a team whose season is just petering out and meandering into mid table averageness or like Ouch. mediocrity i think is what he said <laughs> and it's just like uh, how <laughs> we are aren't we and it, it's a shame because we've been um we were flying and then we've had had some injuries and it has has peered off but um it's that i think you know it's the stories as well that's that's part of it it's like i get i get a bit invested with you feel like you almost get to know the players a little bit because like their personality is kind of on the pitch and when you uh, watch the interviews and and then you kind of, you know, you, you kind of sometimes you really want it to happen for someone or someone's just a total like joker. Like we've got this guy, Nick Powell, who, you know, I, I'd probably hate him if I wasn't a Stoke fan. But when you're a Stoke fan, like <laughs> you love him just because he, he's a proper wind up merchant. Like, um, yeah, I think well, we're going to get people switching off if we keep talking about football. Yeah, so. that's interesting. <laughs> One thing we can talk about is I was I was impressed when... Um, when I was in Stoke and Stone with you, so we went to this um, like, what is it called, like memorial thing. It was a testimonial. Yeah. Testimonial, testimonial game. And so basically, what happened was uh, like one guy retired or something. Yes. Yeah, so and then and then the stadium was like what a quarter full, maybe not even. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and I was still like super impressed with the the atmosphere. I haven't like I didn't I didn't know how that felt till then. Mm. So. And if I imagine that this like times four, man, this is I can I can understand why people like it to go into the to into a stadium. So uh, and what yeah, watching things in a stadium is always better. It's like with the canoeing, it's always more fun being there watching the experience than just you being on be, YouTube. You have to be there live. I mean, you're probably watching it on the big screen, but you're there as well. <laughs> like yeah. I always noticed that at races. I remember like. At the like the Rio World Championships, like there was like one bit of shade, and all the athletes were just sat in the shade watching the race on the big screen, and it's like it's happening right there, like but we're watching <laughs> it on the screen. Some uh, higher definition in the screen than in life. Who needs yeah. it? <laughs> hey, and also, how many times have you uh, have you um, 
sat in in a in a tent next to the course, like for example in Prague, and watch the and, and watch oh, the yeah. race on these two, always on these two TVs. Where they yeah. have the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it saves the hassle of running up and down. You want to save your lungs for you do get to. Paddling. I think if you want to watch it all, like when it's when it's your teammate, you've almost you got to be out there so you can run. But yeah. you don't really yeah. get to see it, especially somewhere like Prague, where where the crowd is so good. You just like you won't see anything if you run down. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's just you just got the grandstands in the way. Make as much noise as you can, and then and then you're good to go. Hey, should we get into a little bit more? Um, a deep, deep talk topic because Riz, you as a PhD student of psychology, I have questions for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, so regarding the the pandemic and um, and and lockdown and everything, so this has a this has a a toll on mental health, right? Yes. Yeah. So, are you happy with um, t- either taking into this into account? Are you happy with how everything is 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 done or do you think this should be there should be way more attention toward this um, i think i definitely think there should be more attention to them that's all it's taken on us the um, and was it i think in britain the increase in like people reaching the levels of depression has been like it's been like a 10 percent increase between 2018 and last year like that's a that's a big climb um and yeah it impacts in like so many ways i mean for all those who have to kind of endure being on skype and zoom calls for doing their uni work you'll know how miserable it is uh, the um, it drains your energy it leaves you feeling awful and the um, oh, working ability just be able to talk with people i'm gone no, no, you, no, you're back. No, you're back. I'm back again. Yeah, I was mid rant there, but no. I mean, yeah, you were mid rant. Yeah, it takes away your ability to talk to people. Yeah. To like actually, yeah, get to know people, refresh your kind of knowledge, and refresh your brain, rather than just being always in front of a laptop screen, which is what the current conditions are kind of dictating. I feel, yeah. I feel a little bit bad for people who started the university this year. Because yeah. this is supposed to be the time of their lives, and then instead they're they can't move out from home. It doesn't, yeah, it's not good for them. So, do you um do you have any suggestions where people can get like information about this? Um, what they can, what they can, yeah, where they can find like statistics or stuff they can do. Do you have tips to keep yourself busy or to, yeah, help with help with depression stuff like this? Yeah, I mean the. Um... Try and keep yourself, like, give yourself some variety, sort of build in some extra activities into your routine just to line things up. I'm like, I plan in there like a little press up circuit or a little run kind of every other day so that to try and keep know, a healthy body, a healthy mind. Um, for those that are feeling like they're struggling, then kind of there will be kind of mental health charities in your kind of respective countries. You just like Google up, you'll find the services you need. I know in the UK we have Mind, and recently I think there's also Sporting Minds, which would be kind of like more focused yeah, for yeah. athletes there. So it's worth checking that out. And if you are lucky to have access to a, like a program, then kind of contact so I a psychologist there. And and okay, what I mean, okay, if people know that they have a depression, then I mean it's it's easy to find 
information about this. But what do you think? How can you spot it? How can you how can you notice for yourself that it's like it's going down with you and you might fall into a depression or or it's getting you're not living yeah. the life you, you so, want to live. Yeah, this this is an interesting one because um, I'm yeah like two two three years ago I went through like a bit of a rough patch of like quite a few bad things happening in a row. But it took me a while to realize that I was actually depressed. Like for a while, I was just like kept trying to kind of like power through life and make sure that I wanted to get things done. But the, the telltale signs would be that you're, I don't know, you're losing motivation. You're feeling stressed all the time. Everything just feels overwhelming, and that you just, I don't know, you yearn to kind of like pull the life of what you used to be, kind of. You don't know what's exactly missing, but you just know that it's not right. And the, um, yeah, those are the kind of the warning signs that I wish I could have like identified sooner. But <clears throat> Anna, when you're in the struggle, you can only kind of focus on what it is that you got the problem in front of you, almost. And the, um, sometimes it can be even worse once that problem's gone, because then you've given the full scope to, I don't know, not be distracted. Do you think there's also the other way? Oh, Adam, you want to say something? Sorry. I was just going to say that I think with that said, like how you said it can go on quite a while before you realise, it probably makes it more important, you know, for everyone else that, you know, look out for your mates. Oh, um, yes. That yeah. you know, you'll, you'll probably spot the signs before they do themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, I don't think one of your friends is just becoming a miserable kind of fart and just becoming no more fun. Just to... <laughs> Actually, okay, now let's get them involved. Let's try and mm. keep things going on. Obviously, that's trickier now because of the conditions, but you can still just like surprise someone with a, a little phone call. Do you think there is also the other, the other, the other, like another way to be depressed? Like you said, you're stressed all the time and you want to like, you want to like do the next thing and, and go. But do you think there is also the time where you're like, oh my, I mean, you said you're not motivated to do stuff, but do you think there's also the, the thing where you're like, you don't feel stressed? You, you like the, you don't feel stressed at all you're just like super chilled and i mean there'll be there'll be different kind of people have different experiences of it like it's not a kind of uniform illness the mm. the so you can't kind of give the same labels i can only give kind of like what i know my experience was them yeah yeah okay, okay yeah and thanks for sharing man um, yeah but it's good to hear that you're good again yes no a new challenge is what i needed all right Yeah, so, I think um, I, I know. Like, like from the outside, there's there's a lot a lot of people stoked for you with um, when you moved to Edinburgh and thought that was a really a really cool move. Yes, uh, and like a good good one for you, really good opportunity. Yeah, no, I was, I was buzzing when I had the opportunity. Hey, so this brings me. Okay, all right, all right. I, um, so the audience knows now a little bit that um, there is a little deeper side to Riz and uh, thoughtful guy. So from the outer experience and i don't like honestly i don't know him at all um but your former c2 mate he seems to be the exact opposite of you like yes. I'm, i'm not sure if i got this right but like from what i saw on the social media i thought he is like the opposite risk so that, um that's yeah, my hero he's your hero right so how did that work like was it difficult to race or was it easy because of this And maybe we can, and, and, and also this is, I want to give this episode a little twist into the C2 direction because we haven't talked about it yet. And honestly, I miss C2 yes, so much. Yes. I really, man, it's a shame, but yeah. 
First things I mean, first. I'm not, so, I'm not sure if it like is the case in C2 of opposites attract, but um, it was definitely mm-hmm. <laughs> the case for us. I mean, you need a lefty and a righty. You've already yeah, got yeah. like <laughs> an opposite matchup. Um, hey, and it activates different brain areas, right? So if you do no, something right, I mean, you do very vaguely, but not enough for significant impact. Yeah, you reckon? Because I think. Like if you do stuff with your left hand and with your right hand, doesn't it like influence each other the the other brain half or something? Is it the homunculus inside the brain? Is that what it's called? No. Well, yes, but then... <laughs> I think that's what, I think that's the thing in the brain. Like the right side of it is the left, like left part of your body and stuff. I mean, the the, the left and right sort of side of thing is like I know we're going into the the realms of neuro kind of psychology here, but the um. But it's basically so kind of interwoven that it's hard to kind of simplify it to a left or a right. Oh, okay. It'll have like it'll have subtle differences, but okay. But we're diverging thought, away from the fun stuff to boring stuff. I thought I just made a breakthrough, but all right, then <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um, so but, yeah, um, but but the question remains. So do you think uh, it helps to be like different? Or... Yeah, I mean, I, I think it helped both of us to like bring out like bring out each other's strengths the um uh, i was quite kind of reserved and kind of shy and matt was obviously all kind of like he was a guy that loved attention and loved to be himself and to make an impact in the room proper extrovert hey yes and i was uh, quite introverted but sort of the um, but when it came to racing the um i found for us, I was the calmer one between me and Matt. Whilst he had like all the energy and would like was really useful for training and racing, we had to like swap our roles almost in terms of how we worked. But um, mm. so yeah, calming, I thought we were good. Calming force on him. Exactly. But then motivating in training, I like that. Hey, so Adam, you you're also quite different to to Greg, right? And I think I'm also different to like totally different than Fluis. Mm. So it's like it's interesting because you, I I don't think you would have like two like complete extroverts in a bowl, right? Or like like these kind of these kind of. I things. mean, the arguments in C two are bad enough when you can like opposites, <laughs> but imagine if you were the same, it would be. There wouldn't be enough counselling in the world to save it. <laughs> That's true. I miss C two. I honestly, I honestly miss C two. I think it's. Do you guys I, do you guys have a favorite C2 race? To like watch? Yes. Yes, I mean it was a, a frustrating race. So you've mentioned it before, the um, Augsburg 2014 oh, final. Yeah. Where we could like both of us missed out on it and then watched the final go like actually like that was immense. It's like it was, it, wasn't it? <laughs> was it when the person who finished in 10th place their kind of like time was equal to the first place in the semis? Yeah, you always know it's going to be a good final when that happens. First run yeah. off the bat, they drop a bomb. You're like, yes, come on. Yeah, and it's like, holy crap! Like every run is an absolute stormer. This would, each one of those runs would have meddled at a separate event, but the conditions are just right for a, was it? a terrifying it was performance. Was yeah, I think it was 2014. Yeah, go watch it on YouTube if um, if you're listening and you haven't already. Yeah, that was the gold it's standard the of C2 racing already. Is actually, oh, we uh, we have our new feature actually as well. Um, that if if Reese, do you have a like a shout out you can give to maybe like a someone who's doing bits on YouTube, 
or whatever it is, last week Inaki um, recommended uh, Julian Bilo's podcast, um, a rival pod. Um, <laughs> but no, we don't mind because it is awesome. Um, but do you have like, is there something you can give a shout out to for people to uh, check out? Um, yeah, I feel quite lame now. Then they kind of like no, kind of the. I think my my tangents are canoeing at the moment is you guys still like in your podcast. <laughs> you know, not to, not to kind of try. There is, you, you might be one of the only persons in the whole world who listen to every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think, oh, that is sad. I mean, maybe there are a few more, but I think you're the, you're the one person I know of. <laughs> and you, no, hey, you know, you, but you share it, you share it like pretty much every week for us as well. Oh, so yeah, no, we, really, I, we really I appreciate it. I want to promote this. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah, Riz, hey, oh. US, US fan number one, do you have suggestions for us? Things we can do better, things we can improve, things Just we don't Just before like. we move on to that, um, <laughs> if Reese hasn't got a content thing for YouTube, I can, I can offer one that um, we've been watching a little bit here in our flat lately is if you look up the YouTube channel, um, it's soaked, exclamation mark, um, is a British paddler. Um, Actually, I don't know if, if he wants his identity revealed because it's not in the name. But the YouTube cha- the YouTube channel is soaked exclamation mark. He probably gives his identity away in the channel somewhere. Um, but he puts like montages together. Um, I think it was his actually that did the Quentin one. Of when Quentin, we did the yeah. Quentin episode. Yes. But there's like a Peter Cowser one and a Yiri one. And um, oh, actually, I have a shout out from a video from the past to Adam's classic canoe slalom question mark. <laughs> and if you if you watch in that clip, I have my kind of like five seconds of fame and getting absolutely annihilated on my home river oh yeah that's that's the clip yeah yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. The first okay, one like, in, in one of david's old boats um, yeah i like capsized i've had people ask me if that's david actually um and i've said no no it's reese and it's it's brutal that's one of the worst things i um i raced i must have been a few boats after you because i remember coming down the river on my run and i saw you on the bank and i was like <laughs> Why is Reese on the bank? Like he should be at the finish line. It's like during my run. Um, I remember kind of like so I was like going for the moves. So it was so it was from an upright after the um, after the drop, and it was like surfing across the stop, and there's that little stagger, and just went to like set the tail, caught it on the floor, it kind of fell in, and I was like, okay, well, you know, this is this is bad. I fallen in, but it's not the end of the day. And then went to roll, and like didn't come up, and then kind of like fell in again, and then went to roll a second time. And it's weird. Rather than kind of like rolling kind of like horizontally, it looked like it tried to do vertically and the boat just kind of went up in the air. It <laughs> just landed on this rock behind it's it. The way the back of your head hits the rock and then the boat kind of hits you onto the rock. It's like, <laughs> it's it's hey, There's you're on that video twice, actually, because you're also on the clip. You're also the C2 crew at the start of Under the Bridge at Sayo. Yeah, we're new to Nathan Stevenson. Down the drop and you launched him. You grabbed his bow in your hand yeah, he grabbed yeah he grabbed us oh no he did he grab you yeah 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 he grabbed us he had like 160 yeah, yeah. kilos of c2 coming his way and just like pushed it's it away with his hand <laughs> rather than getting smashed in the face with that boat which um yeah uh, to be fair like c2 c2 kind of going has been a sad moment for like all of us in the canoe community but I imagine for those still paddling and training, it's probably a nicer feeling knowing there's not a big C2 about to come your way at any point. <laughs> like, it's probably a safer world. Yeah, I think C2s, like at least the senior C2s, they had like more respect. 
than 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 other boats. <laughs> oh yes, in, but in the junior and under twenty three days, you're a liability. Like you're still learning how to move this big weapon of a boat. You're a danger to everyone around you, especially hey, for like team runs. Hey, I think it's so sad that you just like it doesn't really happen that you just jump into a C two for fun. Yeah, so I, I I thought then when when C two went away that me and Flo would like just occasionally go into boat like do do some do some hours and just have some fun but like after the races went away we lit i i can't even remember when when the when the last time was that i sat in a boat uh, probably yeah. the last race we raced it's because it's so demanding like the joy of it was like working with the other person in unison but unfortunately you need to like build that bond and sort of put the hours in i think it's a hard one to do impulsively hey, actually me and flo we almost didn't train in C2 at all. Like we almost just trained C2 C1 all the time, and then like pretty much just for the races went into the boat. And I think I think we did well. Nice. We didn't like I don't know. Did you tr you you trained like just in C2, or did you also do C1 all the time? Mostly C2, but then I remember 2014. I was like at the end of the season started doing a bit more C1, and then very quickly subluxed my shoulder three times. So there was like okay. Let's stop C1. Let's focus on C2 again. And use Adam? Uh, I was pretty much half and half when I was doing, um, when I was doubling up. Which I remember when, when I lived in Nottingham in particular, I found that really difficult actually because when you like build your, your training plan and say, you know, three or four gyms are in, you've got maybe two lots of full runs and two, three physical sessions you're kind of not really left with many sessions to actually just go canoeing and get better at canoeing. It, I think it worked out. I remember at one point I was like, well, I'm literally, I'm only really paddling like once a week in each boat where, where I'm just here to get better. Everything else is either physical or it's like full runs on the watch or gym or something. Um, it's definitely, it's a hard thing to balance both. I got a lot of respect for, um, for everyone that, uh, that doubled up and had success with it. Yeah, and for everyone that's doubling up now and has success as well yeah yeah still going it's it is hard i think as a k1 man who is also doing ct1 that's insane we should have someone like this this on soon hashtag foreshadowing <laughs> <laughs> yeah they might keep stay stay tuned there might be one coming yeah um hey so ah oh man i just lost it i, I had a good idea I wanted to ask something. Hey, Adam, do you have more paddling and uh, do you have more Zoics? You said you have a whole bunch of I've, I've got a beauty of a Zoic that I think you guys appreciate. So um, recently it was on BBC Wales on the news that um, a bunch of horny goats had gone wild and taken over Llandidno, which is a town in North Wales. They, um, normally, so people, they have like, because they're an invasive age species, they kind of make sure they give them contraception, make sure the birth control is all under control. This year, that's not been managed, and the population's gone out of control, and um, Portland did not have been taken over by the horny goats. They've <laughs> <laughs> oh. been at it like goats. They have been. <laughs> and then as a lead-on from that as well, there was also a separate story where they... They captured one of these goats to serve in the um, the in the Welsh army, 
<laughs> of course. <laughs> no yes. way. Schenken the fourth. But apparently there's a few countries that have animals in their in their army. I so think here, Russia has a beer. I heard a yeah. story where Russia has a beer. In their yeah, and um, here in Edinburgh there's a um, there's a statue in honor of um, a bear that served in the Polish army during the Second World War that was like loading munitions and stuff for them. Wojtek, the bear. And they also in the zoo, they currently have a penguin that serves in the Norwegian army. <laughs> hey, yes. honestly, I'm not sure if I. I don't think that I can take the Welsh army seriously. You know, like if the Welsh army would come and be like, "Hey, stop this! We're the Welsh army," I would be like, "Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just the Welsh army." How many people does the Welsh army have? Um, wait, let me on. guess. Wait, let me guess. Wait, let me guess. I I would say like. 2,000 people. <laughs> it's it's 2, just 000. like a small high school. <laughs> is, there, is there still like a separate Welsh army? No, no, it's just like the Royal Welsh elements of the British army. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. You can't have your mm -hmm. own army because then you might like march on England or something. Freedom. Not that, not that armies really march on other countries hey, anymore. Hey, but... Wait, wait, wait. Hey, talking about royal stuff, um, Adam, how did you like? How how was it handled that the um, the queen is now a racist, pretty much? So how did how did the like, Oprah? What did what do you say? I haven't. Um, I've not watched it. Um, it's been on my to do actually to watch that interview to see what because I I honestly I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, but yeah, the royal royal family is taking a lot of heat at the moment. Um, it's not just that it's the stuff um, I mean I saw someone sum it up quite well the other day about you know when when there was the whole Epstein thing that came out and that, that's all kind of oh and Prince Andrew the, yeah and his links to the royal family and then that's all kind of just gone quiet and it's like it sh should have been outraged really yeah well I remember there was like someone kind of pointed out in a headline of kind of so it was last year where there was allegations that Prince Andrew had been like sleeping with like 15 year olds and this is like it was on the news and he had this interview that was really awful where he was trying to claim that he couldn't possibly have done it because he was in a pizza express and it was like come on you're a member of the royal family bollocks we're in a pizza express it's that, anyway, it's the headlines that this... where they show him the photo and they're like they're like so you say you've never met this girl before or something and he's like no and they show him a photo of the two of them together he's got his arm around her and he's like well how do you explain this photo and he's like i can't because it shows that my armpits are sweaty and I don't sweat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, he, he, this is what I want to say. He said that he can't sweat. Like, what <laughs> kind of an excuse is that? <laughs> it's just how, like, you can tell, like, yeah, I think he probably just thought that because he's a royal, he's untouchable. And yeah. maybe, maybe yeah, more and more are becoming a bit touchable and yeah. know, the, the royal family may get dismantled. Um, there was a headline this year of like Meghan and Harry, like the worst thing has happened to the royal family ever. And we were like, yeah, we all remember that kind of train crash interview with Prince Andrew last year. That's the worst thing. This is a minor annoyance. That was illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I don't know what I should think about the whole royal stuff anyways. I think it's outdated. I think it's yeah. outdated as well. Yeah. 
I think it's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But then, like, I, I don't understand. Like, some people love the royal family. I think Americans love the royal royal family, <laughs> don't they? That's like a thing. Yeah, but they 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 enjoy it as some sort of like a serious like re, re, reality TV. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. And then, like the same way that we enjoy Donald Trump as like a, you know, like a. Did we enjoy Donald Trump? <laughs> no, but as a character and like as a, a person who who creates headlines. In the hit sitcom that was USA 2016 to 2020. It's going to be hard to imagine the next season of America without him, isn't it? <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> wonder when that when that's getting released will he make a cameo appearance at one point <laughs> can we like circle back to the goat thing um yes because one of one of my uh doig's questions was um was to ask if you boys have a favorite goat video on youtube because i mean i have like a top three and nice nice others that haven't made the top three <laughs> Well, <laughs> hey, maybe goats are too important in your life, Adam. <laughs> um, actually, which goat is, video is actually, the goat? Which yeah, which goat video? Which is the goat of goat videos? <laughs> hey, actually, there is a there is one. That is the title. I think you. I think you. Yeah, you kind of you you kind of like you put the spotlight on something there because goats are very like um, filmable animals. They have like they are stars basically. You're right. We have a, we had a, a highlight video in Germany, where where um, no this this must have worked in in other countries as well where where they basically like cut a goat into the songs, you know into the oh, yes they did it with Taylor Swift with some trouble yeah exactly Taylor yeah, Swift yeah, yeah. yes okay you know, this I think this is my favorite one yeah yeah, yeah that, that's I, in the top three yeah that I think that one was in my top three is is the Swifty. Screaming Goat Edition. There's the the Kings of Leon Charmer Screaming Goat Edition is another personal favorite. Let's check that out. You need you boys. Have you seen um Have you seen parkour goats? Oh yeah, they they are yes. they are really movable, right? But they, have you seen the montage? No, but no. Uh, it's like literally just parkour goats. If you look that up, there's a, it's got like a soundtrack and it's like ding 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 ding, and there's just goats like jumping off things, and it's honestly yes. it's it's so good i think that's that's my favorite goat video on youtube hey Adam, maybe if you like goats so much you can check out goat simulator so that's a game goat simulator is basically a game where you run like around in first person from the point of a goat and you <laughs> so so your goal is you run through the city and you can jump and you can do backflips and everything so it, it's kind of like a skating game and you get points for tricks and you can also destroy stuff. <laughs> so that's basically, and you have like a long tongue, and you can collect things. That's that's it. Goat Good, nice. Classic. Goat I, I will be checking that checking out. out. <laughs> oh, the echo. Yeah, who is it? Who is the culprit? I don't know. I think it's Adam. It's no. Not. No, it's still there. I mean, I've not got an echo on my side, so. Yeah, listeners, we are very sorry, but uh, we we can't help. It worked now for a long time, and now. Yeah. We're, just, we're just getting to about an hour anyway, so we can start yeah. wrapping up soon, hey, I guess. But uh, Adam, do you have more toys? Because like now that you have a list, I thought maybe it's like I don't know when when it's when it's game over for you. 
I mean, I've got some more, but we can save some for. No, next go, time go, as well. go, dude! If you, if you, if you're collecting now through the whole week, we'll have enough. And next time, I'll prepare again as well. Okay. Well, one of them was um, in in Naki's feature that he had that he asked us to do, where we do like a, you can do this or this, like a question. Ooh, like a, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Do you have that? Do you have one? Yeah, yes, so I have I one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fire on, man! I, I was looking for this. Yes. So, would you kill somebody? Echo. <laughs> would you kill somebody and no one ever know? Oh, sorry, would you rather kill somebody and no one ever know? Or have everyone think that you killed somebody but you didn't? Oh, I would like 100% kill someone and no one would find out. Like, this is super easy. But could you do it? Oh, no. I could, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I could do it. I don't I doubt think... it, actually. Do you, do you think it's hard? Do you reckon it's hard? Yeah. I mean, I felt for me, I felt bad enough like playing canoe polo, crashing into someone, and apologize profusely. So <laughs> you gotta, you gotta look into their eyes, watch the life drain out of them. Do they have to do that? As you can, I just can I just like step and run? Step and run. But you gotta make sure. You gotta make sure they die. I step twice. <laughs> <laughs> One for luck. It's like what, like, but I would like. It it also depends who I would kill. Like, if it's an asshole, like a dangerous guy, then I would do it. Like eighty percent of people. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, no. I wouldn't kill eighty percent of the people. I can no. assure you that. It'd, it'd be awful to be kind of like essentially framed to feel like you're a setter if everyone thought yeah. of it. I mean, both both would suck. Let's yeah. Face it. Yeah, I've got a, a far lighter kind of question. Liam, would you rather taste sweet things as salty, or salty things as sweet? <laughs> so wait, so you would think they are the other way around? Well, no, like you'd expect it to be one way, but it'd end up being opposite. So this is inspired by one of my flatmates. I don't know why, but she like salted our strawberries and offered it to us. And it was one of the worst things I've ever experienced. Salted (laughs) strawberry? That sounds sounds like the worst experience anyone could ever have. But I got a a good story for this because it accidentally happened to me. So I was um, invited for like Easter brunch a few years ago. And they had, like, on the table, they did a latte macchiato for us. And then uh, I wanted to add sugar. And they had, like, it was the worst thing ever. And they should be in prison for it. But they had, like, the salt, like, in, it looked like sugar. It literally looked like sugar. So I, like, I put, like, two spoons or something in. And I literally almost vomited. So 100%, I would rather, like, think it's salty and then get something sweet. Okay. So you're like about to get the- That really gets you, like, put off food. When you, when you go in... You know, your mouth's prepared for something else, hey. Exactly. I feel like it's hard to eat that food And it's again. a surprise. I like, imagine food. you're about to take, you like, you have a nice steak in front of you, about to take a bite, and it just tastes like candy floss. Ooh. Like, how upsetting would that be? It would probably put me off. If uh, A former classmate of me, he did, like, um, do you know these uh, chocolate, these chocolate ball things uh, with a waffle underneath, and, like, chocolate, and inside it's, it's cream? Yes. Yeah. So I, I don't know I'm I'm not sure how they're how they are called but so one of my classmates he like emptied them like he put like a like a syringe in like emptied all the 
the the cream and then put mayonnaise in and <laughs> oh, that's serious effort but that is quite funny oh hey, man, this is so disgusting like what an evil human being and imagine like you're getting handed like a nice like what yeah whatever what is it called i don't know what it's called but you described it like it yeah it's a dessert yeah. <laughs> and then and then you bite into like solid mayonnaise oh. yeah i think on that note maybe that's a good note to close this hey on the thought of throwing up on mayonnaise chocolate but one thing one thing i spot we only had it on the very first episode and it wasn't very good because it was me but reese can actually play and i can see his guitar in the background Ah, you like to like play as a little outro um Um, Hey, shall, we, Rich, shall, we, is, shall we like Rich, say bye now and then let Reese play us out? Yeah, and and Rhys, remember this is like no pressure, but this is the biggest day in your career. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> always pressure. Nice. Well, thanks for joining everyone, and um, Reese, good to see you, pal. Um, yeah, good to see you we'll, too. We'll talk again in a couple of minutes, but um, yeah, thank you very much for having me today. We'll see you all next time. All right, bye everyone. Bye. bye.